In just a moment, we'll visit with Brian Walton of the Cardinal Nation. His prospect guide is out for 2021. More on that in a moment. But when people hear about sports medicine, they think to save a list surgery to replace the joint so they can't throw a football for six months or maybe a baseball. Blue Tail Medical Group can be a great alternative to orthopedic surgery. Doctors Bayes, Crane, and Wolf, experts in stem cell regenerative technology. Don't think surgery. Think about what they can offer for you. Schedule an appointment 636-778-2900 and visit them at bluetailmedicalgroup.com. Well, Brian Walton, uh, spring training is in full swing. The intake has gone relatively well across Major League Baseball, certainly with the St. Louis Cardinals. Everybody's in camp. Good morning to you. And we've got baseball to talk about. It's a good thing. Absolutely, and uh, the Zooms are fired up every day from Jupiter, so those of us who aren't there right now, you know, get a chance to, uh, you know, ask our questions and participate in the, in the discussion. So it's, uh, you know, it's very much starting very much like 2020 was in that, you know, there are significant limitations in terms of what the media can do and what fans will be able to do. But the good news is there will be fans in the ballpark this spring at Roger Dean, and that's, that's wonderful for the first game that starts uh, this coming Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday you can see that game on Fox Sports Midwest. The national rankings of the prospects across Major League Baseball have come out. Uh, let's start with that because you focus so much of your time on the minor leagues. What did you think about some of these national rankings and where some of the players are? Well, I find it very illustrative dan because you know i folk personally i focus on the cardinals system and there's almost 300 players to focus on there so that's enough i can't watch the other 29 organizations across the game at the level you would need to rank prospects so you know when baseball america and baseball prospectus and the athletic and mlb pipeline and espn and all the others you know put out their national top 100 prospect list i, I you know i really take a look and you know see what others are saying about the cardinals prospects and at the top end as one would expect Dylan carlson is you know, the top Cardinals prospect, according to everyone. And depending on who the Raider is, he's either in the top 10 in terms of Baseball America and uh, Keith Law at the Athletic, or in the top 20 on all of the other uh, national ranking systems. So, you know, it's pretty clear that while Dylan, Dylan Carlson was an underrated prospect early on in his career for a first rounder, you know, everybody's pretty much figured out that, you know, he's, he's a legitimate talent and you know, this is obviously going to be his last year on a prospect list. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and in terms of the catching area, I want to get into Herrera. Where, where did you see where some of these national prospects uh, or national rankings put that top prospect, one of the best for the Cardinals, the catcher, Herrera? Yeah, it's really interesting, Dan, because, you know, pretty every, everybody pretty much had Carlson, Libertor, and Gorman, and we can talk a little bit about how they, you know, are different places, but – uh, Yvonne Herrera has made his debut on three different national top 100 lists, and he's in the 68 to 70 range, 65 to 75 range, on uh, Keith Law's list at the Athletic, as well as ESPN and Fangraphs. And that's you know that's quite a tip in the you know tip of the cap for a young man who you know, still hasn't had any official action above high A. And you know the way things are looking out you know organizationally and, and the way the players are in camp, it looks like Herrera is going to get a chance to be uh, the catcher at Triple A Memphis to start the season. So, you know, he if he performs well and continues to grow grow there, you know, he could certainly be in the picture for uh, ne next season. And he was added to the forty man roster over the winter for Rule Five protection, so that won't be an inhibitor when it's determined that uh, there's time for to call him up. But so so Elon Herrera is getting attention as a top 100 prospect nationally, which is which is great to see. Yeah, and some of the others, you know, Nolan Gorman, I think is interesting because a lot of the 
folks that, that do the projections look at him as being a future third baseman. Then you get Nolan Arenado. Now they're moving him to second base, maybe play a little outfield, future DH. How does that factor into looking at the future of, of a prospect like Gorman? Well, I think everybody understands that while Nolan Gorman can certainly play credible defense, his ticket to success is the power in his bat. And, you know, when a guy has that kind of power and he's able to realize that power, there'll be a place to play him. And nationally-wise, you know, Gorman is typically the second-ranked Cardinal on national lists, although in some cases, a couple of cases, Libertor is ranked ahead of him. But generally speaking, he's in the 40 to 50 range nationally, which is, which is a great place to be. And this is obviously going to be a learning year for Nolan Gorman, uh, you know, defensively. And, uh, you know, at, again, probably a AAA Memphis. And you just hope that he's able to handle the defensive transition because with Nolan Arenado here now for the next, what, seven years, you know, he's got to be able to be proficient at the major league level at some position. And the first attempt is going to be second, and the early, you know, early words are good, but it's still very early, obviously. Um, but if not, then the next thing will probably be to try him in a corner outfield position. Uh, and that's not something that's been uh, decided yet. Because they want to, you know, of course they want to focus on second base here in spring training. I wonder how hard that transition is truly going to be with the advent of so many shifts in the game. I mean, Mike Moustakis is playing second base. You can, I don't like to say hide guys because the ball finds you, which is cliche, but very true in the game. I just wonder what that transition is going to be like for Nolan Gorman. Well, you look at the other guys playing around him in the infield. And there's some pretty good defenders yeah. there. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Paul Goldschmidt's going to cover second base, but he covers a lot of ground there, and he knows the game extremely well. And then of course you got teachers like Jose Okendo and Stubby Clapp. So you know I think I think that Nolan Gorman is going to get the best shot with the best group of people to work with, and anybody possibly could. So you know you can't say he's not going to get his chance. Now, interesting, uh, Mike Schilt got asked the other morning about that in one of our calls uh, about you know what did he see as the the, the biggest challenges facing Gorman as he's learning second base. And Mike Schilt's comment was interesting. It's, you know, it's not his, his instincts. It's not his ability to get to the ball. It's not his ability to handle the ball once he gets to it. The biggest issue in Mike Schilt's mind concern is the blind turn at second base where, you know, you can't see the runner coming and you spin and the risk of injury. And so they have to make sure that th that play becomes instinctive to him because, you know, we saw a million times where Colton Wong had that athleticism. He could just spring straight up in the air and, and avoid that contact that otherwise, you know, could blow out a knee. One of the things I was looking forward to probably more than anything in this spring training is, is just seeing uh, Nolan Arenado and Cardinal Red. I don't know about you, but it's going to be fun 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 to watch this guy play and, and so far so good in camp yeah he's really excited he, he did met with us uh, the other day and you know he's just happy to be there happy to see everybody um john zalock said you know they're they're kind of laying back and letting him you know meet his teammates and understand the facility and understand the drills and kind of everything that goes along with a new organization because in a way while he's a, certainly an experienced major leaguer he only knew how th the colorado rockies did things so in a way you know, he's kind of a rookie in camp in terms of, you know, finding his way around and, and you know, where to be and what to do at a time. But, you know, when he starts to get in that cage and swing the bat, you know, there's no doubt about his abilities. And, of course, defensively, I mean, he's, you know, one of the best, if not the best, third baseman in the game right now. So, you know, it's just the, the St. Louis Cardinals, I, I continue to, you know, pinch myself sometimes realizing that the Cardinals were actually finally able to acquire him, and they're going to have him for the next seven years. I look at some of the battles in this camp, which is always one of the, the intriguing parts of the camp. I guess you're looking at a fifth starter, 
maybe your bench <clears throat> in terms of Justin Williams potentially making this team, but it, it just seems like on its surface there's a lot of spots that kind of already are set up as we look forward to 2021. You're absolutely right, Dan. I wrote a story about that yesterday for, uh, for members of the Cardinal Nation where I projected my opening day roster and really, it wasn't that difficult because the pitching staff is extremely experienced. We know who the top guys are. There's a few guys who are going to be on the bump. In my assessment, it was sort of the Helsley, Whitley, Junior Fernandez group where you know maybe one of the three at most are going to make the team. But, I mean, you look at the guys, as, as we talked about the rotation, you know, experienced, veteran. You know, Carlos Martinez is certainly in the battle for the Swiss spot. Ponce de Leon is going to be there. Guys like Gannon Reyes will get a chance, but I suspect they'll, you know, end up back in the bullpen. Um, so, the, you know, the pitching is really pretty much set. And, you know, even even if Jordan Nick's hand close and isn't ready to close, I mean, there's other guys in the rush those closed. is closed. And we saw Reyes close late last year, and, you know, he did fine in the role as well. So, I mean, how many major league teams have four guys who have experience closing, in, you know, in the bullpen who are, you know, still in the prime of their career? So, I, you know, I think – you know, we always focus on the Cardinals pitching and, and the starting pitching, but I think this bullpen has the capability this year to be lights out. And finally, in terms of Jack Flaherty, met with the media over Zoom yesterday. Uh, any takeaways that, that you felt uh, stood out from Jack in his comments? I think Jack was hes very measured in his comments, very professional. He certainly made it clear that he doesn't like the arbitration process as it's defined by baseball and but you know he participated in it and but he wasn't you know, he wasn't trying to slam dunk on the Cardinals that he won and they lost or anything like that uh, he he just understood that was a process and he made it very clear that it doesn't change his relationship with the team whatsoever just because he doesn't like the process and he just didn't like the fact that there had to be a winner loser now we asked a lot of different ways to try to get him to sort of show his hand where his thinking is on his long-term future, because he has three more years with Cardinals. But, you know, he's the kind of player that in a normal environment, like we saw with Paul DeYoung and more, more recently than any others, you know, when you get to that point in your career where you reach arbitration and you, you show that you have what it takes to be a long-standing um, difference maker in the major leagues, the Cardinals want to come to you with a con- may come to you with a contract and say, hey, you know, we'd like to buy out a couple of your free agent years and we'll give you more money up front. Here's a five-year deal, whatever it is. You know, and it just doesn't seem like Flaherty's necessarily – he definitely doesn't want to think about that right now. Uh, he doesn't want to think about what's going to happen with the next CBA. But he also did make it very clear because there's a lot of people speculating and assuming, well, Flaherty's gone. As a free agent, he's, not, he's never going to sign with the Cardinals. And he made it very clear – you know, nothing is inevitable. That he hasn't made any decisions. He hasn't thought about free agency. That's you know, and so you know, he just wants to focus on pitching, winning baseball this year. The other thing he said that was was interesting, uh, Dan, was that uh, you know we're kind of probing around how he was used last year because we saw he was handled a little carefully. Uh, you know, he didn't necessarily pitch a full uh, regular starting load, and he actually complimented the Cardinals. Said he appreciated how they handled him because of all the stops and starts they had. The, 15 days off and he felt that for the benefit it benefited his long-term health by not pushing him hard last year and he felt finally by the last playoff start he was back to the crispness and sharpness that he had been hoping but he realized that you know, he wasn't there for a lot of last season and, where he wanted to be yeah and i'm going to wrap it up with this <clears throat> the cardinal nation 2021 prospect guide is out i use this all the time during the spring training games uh best way for fans to find that where would they go 
just uh, come to the homepage, and you'll see uh, you'll see not only an ad in blue for it, but then it's also on the menu bar top. You can read about it. You can read the table of contents. You can read the forward that you were kind enough to include that's in the guide. Um, you can read testimonials from uh, a number of very, very satisfied customers. You can order it either in the PDF version and get it the same day, or you can order the printed book version, and it will be mailed out the next day, uh, priority mail. So, you know, maybe if you place your order today, it might be a shot. You'll have it by that first game on, on Sunday. TheCardinalNation.com. That's Brian Walton. Brian, as always, we do this every Wednesday. Thanks for your time, and we'll catch up next week. Take care, Dan.